and she was lying there on the bed in a lot of pain and then suddenly she just screams get out of the room and i'm completely stunned i'm sitting on the sofa wondering what's happening because this is the most important day of my life my wife is about to deliver welcome to pops in a pod hi this is peter pop and i'm nader pop for those of you confused wondering why you're listening to this if you've stumbled on this episode what's going on exactly here who the hell we are i suggest you just take a step back and listen to episode 0 where we talk about who we are what the hell we're doing why are we even recording this podcast and just to summarize this entire podcast in one line we are two regular dads uh trying to make a difference in the dad community and just trying to say how much fun parenting is from a dad's perspective of course on this episode we're going to tell you stories about the biggest days in our life as yet i'm sure all you dads have a big smile on your face and know exactly what i'm talking about now there you know one of the things i really enjoyed on your blog new age dad was just the personal stories that you had some of them funny some of them serious but one story i'll never forget is the one about the chicken roll the chicken roll story peter man i don't i don't even know how to kind of get rid of that mark because everyone who reads the blog sort of remembers only the chicken roll story and trust me it's much more than that so um when we reached the hospital my wife sabiha um uh, was obviously in labor and um, we got the room we settled in and everything and i think an hour or so later um i got hungry right come on it's 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 fine and it was at that point that i was deciding that should i go out and get dinner and come back to the hospital or should i just go and sit somewhere and then eat so then i decided no no i think it's better that i get the dinner and sit over here in the hospital just in case if something happens and they require me or whatever it is now it's a small setup right so very small setup i can't eat a chicken roll in the reception area because i'm just going to stink up the entire place reception place so i said okay let me just go to my room and and sit there so i go to my room my wife is in pain she's you know a little uncomfortable because she's dilated about anywhere between 3 to 4 cm so she's clearly in a lot of pain and she decided not to take the epidural so that's why the you know the agonizing pain that she was in i go settle myself wrap open that roll as if i'm in some advert of some chicken roll and i start eating and i'm just eating and suddenly you know the wife is screaming get out of the room i don't want to smell any chicken and i'm just sitting there stunned and i'm like oh my god what the hell did i do you know should i do something and i just kind of stopped eating midway and suddenly a nurse just runs in because she thinks i'm i don't know beating up my wife or something and she comes and she's looking at my wife and like oh wait wait don't worry it's okay and she starts like rubbing her back just to kind of ease her you know back and i mean just soothe her and i was like what should i do you know should i just like go and you know rub my wife's back as well because i want to be there i don't want to do something for my wife i'm there sitting in the hospital and like how can i be of help can i do something and uh, obviously not the nurse just said ah please bahar jaiye leave you must leave the room that's what she told me and i was like okay if that's what i can do to help my wife then uh, great i'll just leave the room but uh, you know what peter the important part over here is that uh, wait that you finished the chicken roll right no peter you're not listening to the story 
This has nothing to do with the chicken roll. This is about my beautiful loving wife and how I was there to support her all the time. Forget the chicken roll. My wife was in a lot of pain and I was there to help her to support her so that she could deliver a beautiful baby. Nadir, that story actually sounds quite anticlimactical. But you know what's great is that at least you were there to witness the birth of your daughter. Yeah, I mean, of course I was there. Wait, hang on. What what are you trying to say? Well, let me introduce you to my chicken roll story. Ooh, this is fun. So, you know the thing is while I was at the hospital with my wife, I wasn't really there for the birth. One of the things my wife Karen and I discussed throughout her pregnancy was how excited uh, we were about being parents and how she wanted me to be there in the delivery room. So you were not there. You were physically not there. Yeah, let me get to that, man. So we were quite excited, you know, get into the hospital on the day her water breaks. We kind of in the hospital. Everything's going as clocked. You know, the nurses keep checking in there and stuff like that. The routine, everyone who's kind of been through the the experience knows what I'm talking about. Time to time checking in there and stuff like that. And then at a certain point, you know, we knew it was time. I go to the nurse and I say, okay, I think it's time we call the doctor. She says, sure, okay. Doctor's on her way. And at this point, just like you, I was like, okay, I'm the dad now. I need to get like, this is get my game face on. We've been talking about over a month or two about this moment, even more months preparing myself for it. So I go to her and I say, okay, so when do I get into the delivery room? What do I need to do? She just looks at me like matter of fact saying, "Have you done the course?" Wait, what 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 course? That's the exact uh reaction I had. And I said, "What course are you talking about?" And she says, "Sir, there's a course that you need to do." And I said, "This is the first I'm hearing of it." So then I vary between going from, you know, please pleading, I it's my first child, blah blah blah, to, you know, saying, "Okay, what do i do and then finally i just resigned to the fact that you know i'm not going to be there so i'm sitting in the room waiting wondering what's going on in the delivery room literally having four more man and soon after my wife goes into the delivery room i'd say approximately like half an hour later the doctor comes out and she goes where is everyone why aren't you waiting <laughs> so, so i say the, the doctor was expecting you in the room yeah and i said okay and in that mind you know i'm wondering okay she's out so has the baby out as yet and she says hey congratulations you know your father to a son and i'm like wow this elation fast forward to you know she gives my son into my arms i'm looking at to him beaming with pride and then she looks at me into the eye and says why didn't you come in and i go wait i'm was allowed inside you know the course and she says What course? I told them to call you inside. Shut up. That's so sad, man. So you didn't get to see the birth of your son while the doctors inside who were delivering <laughs> were expecting you inside the room. Yeah. And till this date, it's a mystery as to what exactly transpired in that half an hour 45 minutes or so. But yeah, there you go. Well, at least your son's out and all hail and hearty and all of that, right? Yeah. I mean, I completely like the moment I looked at him and I said his name and he kind of like gave me a little smile I guess I just forgot all of that in that very instance. That's it. that's that's the whole point. 
I kind of feel bad for you, Peter, but then at the same time, uh, I feel happy because your son was all, you know, hail and hearty, all good. Wife was good, everything yes. fine, right? So yeah, so then that's good. But in in my case, so my delivery, uh, well, Sabia's delivery, my wife's delivery was it feels like a blur, right? So throughout the hospital um, bit, when when we reached, the doctor wasn't there. She was she was out partying somewhere. uh and she came sort of late in the night because that's when you know i think sabia was like proper dilated 10 cm and everything so she came in all like hello hello everything's fine don't worry i'll do a good job love and i, I you, when you look at her you kind of trust her. i said yeah yeah she's she's going to do it right and then they took her to the ot um they settled her in i i couldn't go there because of i think they were just setting up certain things and uh, i was like what do i do can can i do something it's like here take your scrubs and you know just wear this and then come in and i was like oh great and i kind of felt like a doctor obviously i couldn't do much and at the same time i was coordinating with with my parents because we were alone so me and sabia were alone in the hospital there was nobody with us it's just the two of us so i'm coordinating with my parents and uh, my in-laws and we are just trying to figure out okay where's the hospital and you know come here park there all of that and then suddenly one nurse just you know runs out of the ot and says you are required quickly just come in and i'm at that point you're thinking you know what, what what something something's gone wrong right that's the first thing you're thinking something went wrong and and they're like just quickly come in and i just run in and everything seems fine like sobia's sort of pushing and i was like oh great great so now we have some time i can i can probably position myself and you know I'll just kind of try and figure out what's going on and i kid you not peter within i think a minute my daughter was out wow like within a minute you know it was just done i was like that's it it's over what about all that drama wasn't i supposed to say come on push sabia push do it you get nothing man nothing i think that's the thing about like probably like popular culture and stuff like that is that they set up those expectations so high for you <laughs> that when you are actually there you're like i mean of course when the dad's talking i'm sure the moms differ on that clearly all respect and everything goes to the mother over here but yeah i mean popular culture right they kind of ruin it for you like twice in the same story two anti climax situation for me right so anyway daughter's out and at the same time i'm just like you know i i get her in my arms and everything's forgotten peter just like you right when you said that that whole anxiety about the course and everything it's all out the window for me as well everything was forgotten when i held her in my arms i was just like that's it this is it i made that right yeah. and it was at that moment i was like oh my god i'm a father it sinks in right it sinks in then at that point that yes this is it we have to take care of this child for the rest of our lives right so it's a it's, it's a bit of a bitter sweet kind of a situation i don't know i mean it's no it's true because like i had that same feeling where you, you suddenly hold that 2 3 kg being in your arm and you it kind of dawns at you that okay you were two of you now you're three of you and for the next 18 years this third person is going to be dependent on you precisely and i think in my head also the reason why everything went off so smoothly is because we had sort of planned everything in advance like way in advance i'm sure even you must have done it too so for us uh, i think the biggest hurdle was that the hospital was 15 kilometers away from my house precisely nobody expected that but then for me it's very important that my wife is um very comfortable with the doctor and if the doctor says that she's going to operate in a particular hospital even if it's far from my home i'm okay with that as long as the doctor and my wife have that comfort level between themselves that is it so we 
really planned everything out like i used to do routes you know in the car taking different routes figuring out which is the easiest one on the day of the delivery so i kind of was doing that so for me it was extremely important that you kind of dot your i's and cross your t's that is the kind of planning that we we did. i don't know about you peter but we were really planned with our approach when it came to the delivery of our child so i have a slightly better story for you on this count um one of the things actually my wife and i discovered very early while we were dating i think probably in the first few months uh, so my wife grew up in south bombay marine lines so we kind of rib each other about you know s- suburban nights and south bombay and stuff like that so my wife was like oh yeah what do you know like i grew up in south bombay so i looked at her and said what are you talking about i was born in south bombay oh nice and she said what why which hospital and at that moment we discovered that both of us were born a year apart or so in the same hospital no way are you serious you were born the same so and you all had no knowledge of this when while you so while we this is while we were dating so for those of you who are from bombay uh, st elizabeth's home in south bombay yeah that's where we were closer to valkeshwar for those looking for specifics but uh, yeah so you know we were discovering just like you we were also exploring the various options i think we had discussed this also when we first met about uh, hospitals and stuff like that so our doctor had like three or four hospitals that she normally did her deliveries at so we did our usual routine went to one went to two didn't like one liked some things about the other then you could have the option of the budget and then we went into the hospital that we both were born and it just clicked and we said of course i mean this is kind of like coincidental but if we have the opportunity and i'm sure this is a great story we're going to tell our son when he grows up is that all three of us were born in the same hospital i think it's fate you know i, I yeah. don't know about coincidence I, i think it's a beautiful fate that you out of nowhere meet your then girlfriend now wife and then this is something that is so like beautifully common and then what are the chances of your son also being born in the same yeah, hospital yeah. i think it's a lovely story and that story. was one of the things i remember telling the nurses they were like beaming with joy but yeah man uh, so of course just to add to your point sometimes planning for things like this also make not only great experiences but also great memories i completely agree that's such a lovely story man peter and i think that's precisely why we connected so well on this level because both of us had our personal journeys and the kind of experiences that we've had uh, as far as the delivery of a child is concerned we both kind of had our own chicken roll stories <laughs> oh man we did we did though my chicken roll story i think was a little you know you know it's not that serious come on <laughs> so nadir if you have to kind of put a wrap to this episode give our listeners a few key takeaways what would you say okay so um the first takeaway for me peter would be the comfort with the doctor right so your wife has to be very comfortable with the doctor and i think that's precisely why um the hospital that we chose which was about 15 kilometers away uh we made that decision because i didn't want that drapo to get affected in any way if your wife is comfortable with the doctor just go with it because ultimately she's the one delivering the kid and not you what about you peter what do you do you have any certain takeaways that uh, you you want to do you want to say wow so i would definitely agree with the uh, rapo because again the doctor my wife selected and i think it's better if men don't have a say in such things to be honest it's better that you just play that supporting role in there 
one thing i'd like to add is do a dry run to the hospital uh even though i chose a hospital which is about 4 or 5 kilometers away uh my wife and i did take so i don't drive uh taking public transport so having access to like say a car uber stuff like that is important but also trying it at different times of the day so because you know it can happen any time the delivery i you completely kind of agree peter this. because i actually did that so i did that and considering the fact that i had to travel so far from home um my wife and i did those dry runs at different uh, times of the day morning evening while she was in the car because i think that's most important right you you drive like a maniac when you know there's nothing possibly that could go wrong but then now that you have a pregnant wife you have to be very very careful so yeah i think that that's 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 a great point um yeah, what about what about uh, like something more crucial peter do you uh, think there's something yes, crucial I know, that I, you want to tell our listeners i know where you're going with this <laughs> the course if there's anything that you remember what i say from this episode it should be the course check if the hospital has a course that dads need to do to be in the delivery room if they do do it early as possible if they don't be glad they don't uh, that's i think that's a very very important point peter because trust me uh, up till this point i had no idea about even the existence of a course because for me it was a given right ki ha yaar the fathers can definitely go inside the delivery room to see the birth to witness the birth of their children till i met you i had no idea that a course like this exists where a father has to do a course just so that he can witness the birth of his child so yeah i mean that, i think that's a great that's a great point that you brought up and i think to summarize the last and most important fourth point uh, should be being patient coming for me as somebody who during my adolescence and 20s was a bit you know impatient angry at times losing my cool after i met my wife karen kind of calmed down that's when i kind of knew that you know taking an important step like being a dad i really felt it and you know being patient with your wife was one of the most important things i feel and anybody listening out there this is something you really need to do you know absolutely i think you've 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 got it uh, you know uh you've got your finger on it peter uh, patience is such an important virtue especially in this delicate moment because these 9 10 months right um is all about your wife correct she's carrying a child she's about to give birth to a child and if you lose your cool then things can go pretty bad so i i i'm glad you kind of brought that up patience is very very important you have to be patient with your wife she is going to go through a lot of emotional um you know roller coaster right so you just have to be there playing the supporting role and kind of just take it just take it it's all right don't don't react and uh, yeah for, for me i think that's that's important but peter i'm glad we kind of did this you know and uh, um i think it's a great uh, journey that we had in the first episode and i genuinely hope that even our listeners had as much fun as we had uh, narrating these stories and if you've listened to these 20 odd minutes all the way to the end to this point uh why don't you send us some feedback even if it's just to tell us your chicken roll story or if you're a mom out there just laughing at us hit us up at popsinapod@gmail.com or you can just follow us on Instagram and Facebook search for pops in a pod and we'll be right there a follow would definitely help thank you so much guys so yeah until next time is peter pop and nadir pop signing off see you in the next episode